Hey guys, it's EJ here. EJ for Liberty. You can find me on social media as EJ for Liberty. You can also check out my blog, EJForLiberty.com, as well as the podcast, the EJ for Liberty podcast, which I am currently speaking. Oh, man. Um, you know, just a few weeks ago, um, I was kind of getting excited for the Olympics and everything. Um, I'm more of a Summer Olympics guy than I am a, you know, a Winter Olympics guy. And then, you know, with the COVID and how it has affected everything, you know, pushback of the Japan Summer Olympics from 2020 to 21. So right now it's really like we're getting all the Olympics uh, in the same year. Uh, and that hasn't really happened since 1992, the last time the Summer and the Winter Olympics were in the same year. Technically, 2021 and 2022 are just separate years, but within a 12-month period, within about a seven to eight-month period, both Olympics are occurring for the first time since that last Olympic of 1992 when they both occurred in the same year. Um, but with that being said, you know, this year I just am not really wanting to see the Olympics. It has nothing to do with the events. I really want to see the events. Um, it has everything to do with China. Now, again, uh, it has nothing to do with the people of China. A lot of great things, a lot of great innovations, a lot of uh, just a lot of the best things have come from the borders that surround China, the Great Wall of China, uh, a lot of beautiful exhibits and places to visit in China. But my um, particular protest is with the Chinese government. Now, China is more than within its rights to uh, govern its borders and its citizens the way it best sees fit. But I don't feel like I have to honor or condone some of the things that goes on with the Chinese government. Nothing against the people of China, this is strictly about the government and its practices. And what I mean by that practices is this. In the rest of the free world, uh, we're accustomed to doing things a certain way. Each country has its own way of governing its people, some with a little bit more uh, government control over things, some with a little bit less government control over things. I'm not saying America is the greatest country in the world. I feel like I love America. I'm, you know, glad to be, have been born here. But there's probably just as many other great countries, maybe some that are even more. It's not going to change my opinion of what I feel for America. It just, there, it, it is what it is. It's not the only uh, free country in the world. But by far, it's not the most restrictive country in the world either. I'm saying that China is, but, well, let me point out a couple of things why I don't really agree with the Chinese government. One, yeah, I mean, this COVID thing, it broke out of Wuhan, China, and while China is not 100% to blame, the, the large cause of it is with China. If nothing else, China not only up to its role in this whole epidemic, going on, if we're starting in 2020, year three of the epidemic, not even a few months into the new year, 
and we're still dealing with this. To be honest, I don't see it in sight. And where some other entities or some other countries, not all and not all consistently, will try to take some ownership of problems that are going on. And U.S. is definitely not one of the best ones with taking ownership. But by far, if something has to be done, I think for the most part, we do it when push comes to shove. Again, not perfect. It is what it is. With this whole epidemic with China, nothing. Uh, not a single word, or at least nothing I've seen from the, uh, the mainstream media or even independent journalists. Nothing I've seen where China says, we're sorry, we're going to do everything we can to try to fix this epidemic and work with the powers that be of the United Nations and other nations to get ahead on this. So, problem one. Uh, problem two, a couple of years ago, um, as many of you may know, or may not, the NBA has a great and lucrative presence in China as far as with the Chinese basketball leagues. Some of the players from here go over there to play and vice versa. Um, there's just been this very lucrative contract or at least agreement between uh, the league and that nation to you know, make the NBA that much greater. Uh, not just in a national presence, but in a global presence. Well, a couple of years ago, um, there was a thing with Hong Kong, or at least big enough to make the news. Hong Kong, though it is a part of China, is probably not so much like China as it is that it's more like the rest of the world. It's uh, a pretty open and um, somewhat free nation or at least it's allowed to operate in a way where it conducts itself a little bit more like the, the modernized world as far as freedoms, as far as uh, access, as far as ability to do things as they see fit. Well, um, China's been trying to you know, maintain a stronghold on Hong Kong to the point where it's basically trying to usurp its power back into the Republic or the city of Hong Kong. And the people of Hong Kong, you know, have been fighting back, have been doing what they can to maintain their, uh, maybe the word isn't autonomy, but the freedoms that they have. And uh, that part of the world has been trying to, you know, show their solidarity and support for the people of Hong Kong. And there's been one GM that sent out a tweet showing his support. For the people of Hong Kong, and this is where the NBA comes in. Uh, then this story was basically out of 2019. Uh, NBA commissioner uh, Adam Silver said the Chinese ofi- said the Chinese officials wanted the Houston Rockets general manager and this guy, his name is Daryl Morey, to be fired for his tweet supporting the anti-government protesters in Hong Kong. Um, and of course the league was very sympathetic to the police of China, but basically this guy, Daryl Morey, got fired for just sending a tweet. In our country, we had the freedom of speech, and yes, this is a private entity that's coming down with this ruling, and they're well within their rights according to their rules, their policies, whatever, to do so, but it sends a bad message that we're letting another country um, dictate how we handle business here and 
this guy got fired for just speaking his mind. And again, NBA was right in being able to do that, but it was wrong in a message that it sent. Um, and why did the NBA stand with China on this? For the dollars. It, it was all about the dollars. So in a free nation where we can say or do what we want to, and face backlash for doing that, so th- don't get me wrong there, basically an outside fluence, a country which you cannot Google the term Tiananmen Square in without finding no hits on Google over in their country, said, no, we're not going to allow this. And you either shut this guy up or we're going to pull funding for the whole thing. Losing hundreds of millions of dollars because a guy sent out a tweet simply stating that he's uh, showed the support for Hong Kong. That has been the power of uh, China. That has been the influence of China. And, you know, if I was the commissioner, I probably would have done the same thing. Doesn't make it right. You know, I adamantly disagree with it. But when you make these kind of deals with these with these countries that have this authoritarian rule in it, then you get what you get. You can't just go into a country, make a deal with them to put in your product, and then not expect some ramifications. If one of your employees or one of your supporters or whatever the case may be disagrees with how they do business, you're either going to side on the issue of how we do things here, or you're going to side with them and basically support what they do there. With all the human rights violations, with all the uh, secrecy that they have, not that U.S. don't have them, but they pose themselves as a great nation uh, for all the beautiful things that they have, but I would not want to live in China for a second because of the government and how they run their rules. China's a great and beautiful place, but I have just just a lot of reservations about the government and how strict their policies are. Yes, there have been many people from America that have not only moved to China, but actually became Chinese citizens and more power to them. But on this side of the woods, on this side of the world, in a land where free speech is so important and it's cherished for the most part by its citizens, the NBA basically let China walk all over them over a simple tweet saying, hey, China, uh, hey, Hong Kong, it sucks what you're going through, and I, I for one, support you. China wasn't having it. China put its fist down. NBA acquiesced. So there you go. It's that kind of overreach. And believe it or not, it's that same kind of overreach that could easily happen in our country, and it is happening in our country. So take with it what you will. You got the COVID. You got that right there. And just countless human rights violations that China basically is not answering to and for the most part won't have to answer to because the, all the other countries in the world basically bow down to China for their business or whatever. And there was a story a story earlier a couple of months ago about the Uyghurs and uh, the treatment that the Chinese government was giving them. Now, I'm not going to tell you too much about it because I don't have enough research on it, but I will tell you is if you've been paying attention to social media, especially Twitter, it is a very horrible thing that uh, these people were going through by the Chinese government. And it's just, you can Google the story yourself. 
found out more about it, but at least three examples of what's been going on in or around China that for me, I just got to say no. I've watched the two. I've watched the 2008 Olympics and the opening ceremonies were great and the Olympics were great, but you know, if I had seen or paid attention to what what I know now, back then, I probably would do the same thing and just not watch the Olympics. Now, me watching, me not watching Olympics, not going to be in a hell of beans because there's going to be plenty of people that aren't going to watch the Olympics just because they have no interest in it, but. I, who like watching the Olympics, they only come around once every two years, and they alternate between the Summer and the Winter Olympics. Uh, again, I mostly like Summer Olympics, but the Winter Olympics have some great games. The ice skating, the, the curling, the, the hockey, and just a bunch of other things. I just honestly got to say no. Uh, I, I do not want to sport... Um, a, an Olympics that's being held in a country that sees fit to censor its people to the umpteenth degree. Just the other day, there was a report by I can I saw this on um, Instagram uh, by a Instagram reporter or a reporter that has an Instagram account by the name uh, Cigar and Jetty, and he was playing a video of. A, a reporter and a news anchor from one country. It sounded like maybe Ukraine or or maybe some kind of uh, European country, but basically maybe Germany. Uh, but basically, they were doing an on the spot interview between the anchor and the live reporter. And while the live reporter was reporting, a couple of Chinese security officials was pulling this reporter away from his his shot. So basically, he didn't even get to finish the feed for where he was standing. And for the looks of it, it was just going to be outside the Olympic Dome where the opening ceremonies was. Now, he eventually came back to the air, but in a different location, away from where he was originally um, being filmed. And because it was in a different language, I couldn't tell you what was being said, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with, in the second part of the, uh, the correspondence interview, whatever, that he was just mind-boggled that the Chinese government, uh, Chinese uh, security officials were pulling them away. Beyond that, I can't even tell you what they were saying. But why was this guy pulling them away? I mean, I seriously doubt he was saying anything bad about the Chinese government. He's probably just commenting on the games, the opening ceremony, about what was going on in the ceremony. So, just something very innocent, just letting viewers know about the majesty of that opening ceremony or probably the upcoming games and that country's um, athletes that were going to compete, but yet the scouts pulled away. Whatever the case it is, um, China's not one for freedom of speech, but you think on a, a simple thing as an opening ceremony that there can't be too much uh, scandal going on with a news report. All these people are coming to see the games and to report on it and send it back to their individual stations and individual cities and individual countries, but this, you know, these Chinese uh, security guards pulled them away, and I seriously doubt there was anything in that report that was wrong, but these uh, security officials saw otherwise, and 
it, it, to me, it's just one of those things that if it happened in my country, it'd be like the blind guys, like whatever, or are they trying to hide? But it's neither here nor there. With that being said, um, not gonna watch a second of the games. I was I was tempted to watch the opening ceremony and maybe the closing ceremony, but I was just like, you know what? If I watch any second of it, that means I've turned on the TV. That means I've supported the network that's carrying this, which is the last time I checked NBC. NBC has this agreement with the Olympics and by extension China. It, all the support is going there. Um, now, there are many things that in many countries uh, or many companies that have products that also reside uh, in China for the benefit of the market. Um, Nike, um, Google, um, pretty much anything that, you know, is very cheap or inexpensively made probably has come through China. Um, and not just these companies, a whole bunch of the Coke and I think Pepsi as well, all have business in China. And as much as I would like to take a hard stance on China, a lot of the things that we consume in the world sadly come through China. So maybe one day I can rid everything that has come through China at some point as far as being completely independent of it. But for at least this moment and this time right now, I'm choosing the Olympics. It's a two-week event, a little over two-week event. Uh, It's on the biggest stage in the world where people see the games and uh, see all these uh, nations compete for the gold, uh, silver, and bronze medals. And there's a lot of national pride when each athlete wins one of those medals for their country. And I'm pretty sure China's going to get their fair share of them. But I, for one, am not going to be one of those that will patronize this event to any degree whatsoever. Um, I will see probably reports about things that have happened in China or whatever, but the actual participation of watching the games, I will have none of it. Um, And just so I'll probably not feel the same way later on. I might just watch another Olympics that happened to be in China years on end. But for now, this moment, with everything that's been going on and everything that's been happening and China's rolling and all, I just got to say, you know what? I'm honestly just going to set this one out. And apparently I'm not alone. Apparently the U.S. and its official uh, dignitaries, last time I checked, were not sending any officials to China. Other countries are following suit, not sending their dignitaries to China. And even some athletes that normally uh, would compete in the games for the gold and the bronze and the silver, they're personally boycotting China for their various reasons. Um, So if you want to watch the games, more power to you, by all means. I'm not going to be mad at you. But I will leave you this one thing to consider. If no one's going to boycott China for the human rights atrocities that is on record, why are we prosecuting or canceling out people like Joe Rogan when all they're doing is interviewing people on a podcast that millions of their own accord and of their own volition choose to listen to this man? You're trying to silence this guy for saying things that people want to hear, 
and they're tuning in on their own accord versus a country that silences people in its walls and outside its borders. All Joe Rogan is doing is speak, speaking his mouth and letting others speak on this podcast. And you can choose to listen or not, but there's so many people that want to silence him because he's not part of the main, of mainstream media and he's not controlled by corporate interests. But yet they want to silence him because of things that they feel are not true. If you don't, if you don't like it, you can always turn him, tune him out. But on the flip side, if someone says something that shows support for freedom or free speech, China eventually will silence them, and that's the government doing it. So, whether you like Joe Rogan or not, you really got to think about the message you're sending. When you support China and how it silences people versus Joe Rogan, and the thing you all all you have to do is just turn the channel, tune out of his podcast. Just don't listen. I said this in another podcast. I'd rather have all the information in the world and have more inf- more misinformation and disinformation than to only have factual things and still miss out on some critical information critical information simply because someone else decided it's something I didn't need to hear. We have minds, we can think for ourselves, we can decide for ourselves. Versus places in the world like China. Well, there's a little bit more restrictions on what you do. Now, you think about that for a little bit. And again, watch or don't watch the Olympics. Not skin, no skin off of my back. And I'm not mad at you. But on the same token, if you're going to silence Joe Rogan over something that he said and something upper, other people said on his podcast, but still want to support China? I don't know what to say to you. You just have to look at yourself and figure out what out for yourself. But in this day of cancel culture in our own walls, in our own country, <laughs> I think it's run a little too much amok. But yet we applaud countries like China for the innovations and the things that come out of it and turn a blind eye to the human rights violations and the the iron fist or you know overreaching hand into other countries to silence people. I mean that's some that's some mafia level stuff where just the just the implication that something might happen to you will shut someone up. But yeah, if you want to if you don't watch these Olympics taking place in China with the reporter that got silenced on a report because the guards didn't like where he was or, you know, someone ha- got fired because of a tweet showing support for something. Or, you know, in a place where, you know, this whole virus originated out of and it spread worldwide and zero recognition has come from China of you know, owning up for it, then that's for you to deal with. And like what I say or don't, these are just my words. It's just my thoughts. And 
I just felt like I wanted to share something with you guys today. So for the people that are not tuning in, kudos. Let me know. Um, for the people that are tuning in, don't care. Don't don't need to know. Don't want to know. Um, it's my podcast. This is my talk. If you don't like it, unsubscribe or just do whatever. But like I said, going to say no to the China uh, Beijing Olympics this year. So I will probably watch the rest because it probably won't be in China. With that being said, I'll just deal with it when it comes. So, This is EJ. I am EJ for Liberty on all social media. You can catch me on those uh, various things. It's EJ for Liberty or check out my blog, EJforLiberty.com. And as always, subscribe to my podcast, the EJ for Liberty podcast. Thank you and you have a great day.